Hello and welcome to After Advent. I'm your host, Mark Wheeler. After Advent is an exploration of how to live in the now, but not yet, of Christ's coming. We know that Jesus has already come, and yet is coming again. Uh, We know that we are living in the kingdom of God because Christ said so, but we also are very attuned to the fact that not all appears as it should be. Uh, We see his works um, and witnessed his gospel here on earth in his first coming. Scripture says that we are a new creation created in Christ through baptism, but as St. Paul so clearly points out, uh, what we will become has not yet been revealed, and even though we can very clearly see that all is not quite right, or we don't quite see the fullness of that kingdom yet, even creation groans for the revelation of the sons of God. Advent literally means the coming of, or the showing of. After Advent, we reflect on the coming of the Lord and the showing of his gospel, which reveals to us how we are to live, how we are to treat our fellow men, and what our proper orientation and relationship is with God. But we also look forward to the Lord's second Advent, where we will see him as he is and become like him. In the meantime, we reflect on what it means to live faithfully in Christ's revealed kingdom of God now, even while we wait for the full advent of the kingdom that is to come. We live in the now, but not yet, which means simply that we are living in some of the revelation of the kingdom of God now, but there's so much more that will be revealed when Christ comes again. This means that God's kingdom is in our midst now, even if we can't see it. Jesus himself said so, as did the saints. We get glimmers of it in the transfiguration, in Jesus' resurrection as he supernaturally defies the laws of gravity like a modern-day superhero, in Mary's assumption as her body is preserved from decay, much like her soul was at conception, and in her coronation, which is really the clearest mystical image of what is to come in heaven. The fact that we are living in God's kingdom now, even if we are still waiting it to be fully and properly revealed, it impacts or should impact everything we do. Everything is done with the backdrop of an invisible kingdom all around us. Angels, the saints, We have this invisible heavenly citizenship which we are in communion with now and a part of now and living now and who witness what we do now. The things we want to keep secret, the things we choose not to do but should, we are citizens of that kingdom, called to make our citizenship valid by our lives. Jesus said in parables that servants should always be prepared for their master's return. Jesus was talking about himself in the third person. Jesus is going to return, and he is telling us that our lives in this life really should reflect the actions and motives of servants who are obediently waiting his return. Our master, the Christ, King Jesus, will return, and he's coming to a kingdom established on his first trip, the first advent. I'll admit, it's very strange for me to think of Jesus as King Jesus. It seems more like a 
corny Sunday school lesson rather than the reality that I should be living right now. I very often think of Jesus as my supernatural buddy, who helps me when I'm down or in need of help, which is true in a way. He's helped me in some really tough times, but I'm confronted with the fact that Jesus is coming again, and he is not coming again to rehash what he came for the first time. There's no Jesus version 2 where he says, oh, you guys just didn't quite get it right the first time. Here, I'll say it again and hopefully you get it right this time. He's coming again in glory to judge the living and the dead, to reign as a king. We say this in our creed every Sunday, and that profoundly impacts, or really should profoundly impact, the way that I live my life, the activities that I choose to do, the prayers that I pray or do not pray, the way that I treat people. Everything. That's what this podcast is about. It'll be an ongoing conversation and investigation into how living in the now but not yet kingdom of Jesus, who is the king, and yet somehow we are waiting for him to come and reign as king. It will be about how it is supposed to impact every aspect of our lives. It will ponder questions that culture has difficulty with, things we should find valuable, and evaluate what is happening in the world through the lens of living in this now-but-not-yet kingdom. You're invited along as we prepare ourselves, our minds, our hearts, and our whole lives to live in the unseen reality of this kingdom as we look forward to its final unveiling or final advent that is still yet to come. As a practical point, this next week, evaluate the way that you treat people, the things you do, the ways you spend your time, the work you produce. Maybe it's how you treat your kids, or your co-workers, or your family, fellow students, your pastor, that person who you don't know the homeless person on the side of the road, the telemarketer who gives you a call and interrupts your dinner, everything. Have a mind to evaluate the way you treat people. Think about it in light of the fact that not only Jesus Christ, who is our Lord, is watching you, which is true, but the Holy Spirit, who is with you, and God the Father, who has made his home in you, even though those are true, but that you are doing so however you treat those people, however you act, whatever you do, is done in the kingdom of God. It is done in the witness of the saints who have gone before us. Mary, the mother of God, St. Augustine, St. Monica, St. Thomas Aquinas, St. Peter and St. Paul, and all of those two's writings. The whole crowd of witnesses that St. Paul references. You have fellow citizens of the kingdom of heaven, invisible to your naked eye, that are there with you, watching you, cheering for you, 
Just think about that. Just observe the treatment that you have of others, the way you interact in this kingdom. Be conscious of the fact that your reality is far greater than what you can see, what you can taste, what you can feel. And in the kingdom of Jesus, Jesus puts an awful lot of attention and effort towards teaching us the way we should handle ourselves and the conduct we should treat others, especially our fellow servants of God. If it's helpful, document it. Keep a journal. Write it down at the end of the day. Or, after a particularly heated interaction, pause for a moment and think about it. What went well? What did you do well? What is God gratified by? What are the saints not ashamed of? What are the ways that we failed and need to do better and need their intercession? We need God's grace to do better in. We'll end in the Memorare. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto you, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To you I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word Incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy, hear and answer me. Amen.